Hey everyone, my name is Addison. And this is Jordan. Welcome to the Mesh Teams podcast, a podcast all about leadership and teamwork. And today we're gonna talk about how to make your vision stick. Well, Jordan, welcome to the new year. Thank you. It's good to be here um, out of 2021, which felt like an extension of 2020, but correct. we're I, in, now in 2022, so better things ahead. I think that it will blow our listeners' minds to realize that 2019 was three years ago. Wow. What, <laughs> what simpler times? Yeah. <laughs> what more expected times? Hmm. I heard this quote saying somebody said i really wish that i would live in precedented times <laughs> I, I miss precedented times instead of unprecedented, yes, unprecedented. yeah absolutely kind of tired of it yeah it's it's kind of wild but yeah, it's a new year and uh this is the time of year that people are saying new year new me new year new me and everybody <laughs> is thinking about vision everyone's thinking about goals everybody's thinking about moving forward and moving ahead and yep. today we're going to talk about really how to make that vision stick, how to continue to have vision and continue to pursue your vision, even as you experience life and kind mm. of the whirlwind, the whirlwind of the now. So, mm -hmm. Jordan, can you talk to us, our listeners, about what it means? What do you mean by sticky vision? It's to have a vision that remains in the forefront of your mind, whether it's a personal vision mm -hmm. or in the forefront of your organization, your team, whatever it may be. It's a vision that sticks, that doesn't just fade away with the next urgent thing. And I want to encourage all of our listeners as well that whether you're listening to this in the beginning of a new year where it's uh, convenient to start a new chapter right, and to start a new – Yeah, it's all there. The key with vision – it, when you have one, you want to make something happen is like start today. Right. Like it didn't have to be like the first of the month or mm -hmm. a Monday that believe me, I've done that a million times <laughs> this oh, Monday. I'm going to do it. New, new week, new me, new day, new me you know, all the time. But it start today, wherever you, whenever you're listening to this, whether it's in the new year, Hey, it's more convenient to start now because that's kind of in the, the energy, public ethos yep. of starting new. But if you're listening to this, in the middle of July, where the year is already half gone, mm -hmm. start today. You can start with these exact same principles right now. Make it happen. Yep. So having a sticky vision is all about making your vision stick to people's minds in a way that's uh, palatable, in a way that's repeatable, in a way that's doable, in a way that's measurable. Which I think ultimately makes it... Um, something that everybody can experience makes yeah. it something that everybody can walk through at any time. So Jordan, talk to us about the first key element yeah. of having a sticky vision in the process of having vision. Everything in the world seems like it wants to rob you of what you need to achieve it. Oh yeah. The urgent is always there. Your it's toddler, your toddler gets sick. Your uh, the, the printer at work stops working and you have to take care of it and takes half of your day. Um, this person gets sick or has to quarantine from COVID-19 or whatever. Barber's quitting. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like this person's resigned. We're in the middle of the, what's called the great resignation right now. People are leaving. Things are adapting. All these things are happening. And so you can have a vision and Lord knows that when we start the new year or when we're starting a new, a new chapter for us, 
whether it's like personal health or whatever, we have these goals. <laughs> we know that we we start out strong, we're going towards it, and then the whirlwind comes Boom. in, life happens, and it just zaps us mm-hmm. of our energy and of our focus as to where we were going. So the first thing that we really got to do to kind of keep ourselves oriented in the direction of our vision. Mm, I like that. Is to repeat, repeat, repeat. Can you repeat that? Repeat, (laughs) (laughs) repeat, repeat, repeat. You got to talk about this thing all the time. Mm. It can't just be in a, a meeting at the beginning of the year where you're doing vision. You're saying, here's the mountaintop. My, my fellow brethren and sisters, it's not, it's, it's, I don't know why I use like old, old English, but whatever, if that's what you use, great. But it can't just be about this one time thing that you're just, and you expect it to just stay, right? It's not going to, it's going to fade away because everything else in the world is trying to distract from it. We live in a super distracted world. So you have to repeat the vision, whether it's personal vision or organizational vision, if it's personal vision, repeat it. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it like you mean it. Make it if if you have a spouse, talk to your spouse every week about how you're going to about this vision. Start to make uh, people make vision boards where they can kind of uh, stare at it all the time and like look at it. So it, this is a form of repetition where they're seeing it all the time, where they're repeating it all the time. And but you can't just repeat. Um, without because you can repeat the same phrase all the time right. and it literally mean nothing. You can tell yourself that you're healthy every yeah. day, but if you go eat Burger King every day, correct, correct. Or you can say, as your organization, you can you can have your you can say your vision every single Monday morning at a team huddle, right? Um, but there's other things that are required, which is kind of in step two and three. But you can't even get to step two and three really unless you keep the vision and the destination in the forefront of everyone's minds because we forget it. Yeah. We got, we got vision amnesia because other things in life knock us on the head all the time. Or you're in the midst of making the vision happen Mm. and it can be challenging. It can be really difficult and really hard. And sometimes just in the midst of making it happen, you can almost get lost Mm -hmm. and say, okay, wait, where am I? This is really hard. This is really challenging. Why am I actually doing the thing that I'm doing right now? Mm-hmm. We we find another direction, or we're saying, or we we face the friction or the adversity of that, and we start to question whether or not that's really where we should have gone to begin with. And so, but many times the reason you repeat is to remind yourself of where you want to go, and you got to keep reminding yourself because if you don't keep reminding yourself. You will forget. Your organization will forget. Your team will forget. Keep the vision in front of people. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Um, if you have uh, team huddles, get them together. Everybody say it. This is the vision for this year. This is it, Make it a phrase or whatever it is. Make it really simple, but make it repeatable and memorable so everybody can know what it is. And everybody, you should even quiz people. What is the vision for this year? Let me hear it. Again, it could, with this step alone, it's only words, but it's a great starting point to make sure that the vision is sticky and everyone kind of knows and is oriented towards the destination that we're all trying to get to. I love what you said in there. You said to make it repeatable and to make it memorable. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that as we look to make the revision, as we look to make the vision clear and to make it plain, making sure that people can repeat it and making sure that their experience of it is not only memorable, mm-hmm. I think it helps to make it their own and mm. then they can own it. And when you own something now, now it's yours. Now you can kind of run with it and you can, you can, I really think begin mm-hmm. to put the vision into action. What I also like about that is if you make it simple and don't make it like our vision is to do this, 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 this super long people are going to remember it. It leaves no room for interpretation of people's own personal passion to right. infuse into it. Yeah. Where if you make it kind of a, a, a theme or like, this is what we want to accomplish. This is where we're going. People can take that, interpret some of their own passions and their own contributions yep. and find how do I contribute towards that statement? What, do, what am I doing? And then repeat it and then remind and ask people, Hey, how are you contributing mm-hmm. towards this statement this year? What are some ways that you're orienting your, your business plan, your team, your team uh, goals and your, and your workflow and all that towards accomplishing this thing. So let's look at the second element that mm-hmm. we need to make a sticky vision, small wins, small wins. Um, again, when you have this big thing in front of you, like, Hey, I want to lose hundred pounds, hundred pounds, whatever. Um, it could be, it could be this big audacious thing that you're really excited about in the beginning. And as you're on the journey, you get lost in it. You try it. You, you're really consistent and then you get knocked off. Whatever may happen. Everybody, hey, listen, if you're listening to this and you haven't experienced this, maybe you're Superman. But um, I've I've dealt with uh, vision loss for a long time with multiple things in my life that I've wanted to accomplish. And w- what I've found to be very important in teams or in self-discipline is to create small wins that you can influence daily that contribute towards the big goal, the big vision, the thing you want to accomplish, which takes some um, some things that we're going to talk about in the next step, some measurable steps, but small wins. So, hey, I want to lose 100 pounds. So what's a small win that I could do that's, that's bite size that I can celebrate every week? So I'm going to... And in, in, in directly influenceable. That means that I'm going to do something. I'm going to move my body 30 minutes, four days a week. If that's where you got to start. Start somewhere. But do something that's a small win that contributes towards that goal. So what I really love about that is that what you're putting the focus on isn't the outcome, which is the big goal that we all have, but it's putting the focus on our inputs which are things that we have complete control over. Mm -hmm. So we have complete control over our food intake. You have complete control over your, well, in some cases you have complete control over your your finances, uh, your, your team culture. So it really helps to pull into focus the things that you own Mm -hmm. and the things that you can really work with that's in front of you instead of putting so much emphasis on the outcome. Mm -hmm. Because the truth of the matter is that, if I had complete control over losing 100 pounds, I would just lose 100 pounds. But mm-hmm. because I don't have complete control over that, it's something that I need to walk towards and to walk out. And that starts with these small, consistent wins and mm-hmm. these small things over time. And you just said a very 
key word, consistent. Small wins is what creates consistency. Because mm-hmm. if, if you don't recognize small wins and create the little wins every week, you'll stop being consistent because the big vision seems so audacious and ominous that you look at the top of the mountain and you're like, that's just too big. I don't got, because you may have energy to start the, to start the hike. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm a hiker. I use these things all the time. <laughs> you may have vision to start the journey. But then when you get up a few steps and it's really hard and you're winded and it may start to rain a little bit and you're like, eh, I don't know, and you start to lose your, because it, if you keep looking at this, at this top of the mountain, you're not going to see the rocks and everything you need to cross as you go. And you're not even going to recognize that, Hey, I just went this far. So really creating small wins is actually about being very present. It's about being present with what you do have so that you can accomplish the step by step what you need to get to where you want to go. So, Hey, my small win is I'm going to go just a few steps further. Yep. I'm going to get to that tree. When we've taken groups on hikes before we've, we, some of the people that we've had that struggled more on these hikes, we said, okay, pick a goal, a small win. We're not looking at the summit right now. We're not even nope. going to think about it. Pick a tree. And we're just headed towards that tree. Get to the tree. Just get to that tree. That's a small win. Boom. And then piece by piece, when you, when they feel that sense that when we, not they, when we feel, when I feel that sense of accomplishment in the little bite-sized pieces, it, it puts fuel in our tank of motivation that gets us up the difficulties to achieve the vision that we want to achieve. Think of a painting. When you celebrate small wins, you as the painter are stepping back at the tapestry and you get to see what progress all of those small strokes contributed to the masterpiece that you're creating. So Mm. small wins is you just coming through and just painting one stroke after another. And then when you celebrate that, you're taking a step back and you're saying, wow, look at that progress. Look at, look at what we've accomplished. Look at where we are based on where we're going. Yep. I love that. And the key thing, just one last thing with this, the key thing with small wins is it has to be directly influenceable by you. Mm -hmm. These are things the, you create small wins based on things that only you can control. Yep, it's within your sphere of control. Not with not not you can't control the weather, you can't control other things that happen to you, but you control what you do with that. And so what are the things in your control? What are wins that you can create that you can do if you mm-hmm. choose to that are small and bite-sized enough that are accomplishable that keep you consistent enough to get you on that journey and to keep you going and to fuel your motivation. All right, Jordan, so what's number three? What's our third element, our third and our last element yeah. to creating a sticky vision? Uh, a public scoreboard. Now, there's a really great book out there called 4DX, and it talks about some of these things. They use words uh, like wig, wildly important goal, and mm-hmm. lead measures and lag measures and all these things. And they use the word whirlwind to talk about all the, yep. the urgent things. Um, and these those words public these the words scoreboard, which I think is excellent, something very applicable to what we're talking about when it comes to having a sticky vision. And a scoreboard, especially a public one, is an area, whether it's in your home or whether it's in your office or whether it's on your virtual team. Yep. What, however you want to create this, it is totally up to you. But this is a place where you measure progress in the open. Hmm. So say so what does that produce? It produces a few things. It produces, number one, a, a, a global sense and a team of where we are versus where we want to be. 
Another thing it does is if, if it's personal is it creates, it puts it in front of you. Right. On a, it's a form of repetition because you're seeing it all the time. So in my house, I have a board mm-hmm. um, that has, and it's like in off the side of my kitchen that has uh, goals on it. And then what I do is every week I set bite-sized small win goals and I keep that in front of me and I'll check it off. And that gives me a sense of progress gives me a sense of motion Mm -hmm. and it gives me a reminder as to where I am versus where I want to be. And so a public scoreboard is a great way to, to create that sense and orientation. The other thing that it does is it keeps it in a team and our organizational sense, even in a personal sense, it keeps you accountable because if everybody's seeing it, they all know where you are. Right. It's a it's a real true picture, in of wh- of what it is you're trying to accomplish and the gap or the, or maybe you've surpassed it. Right. Which is excellent. That's something to, to celebrate. So you got to create a a global scoreboard, and I would even uh, create within your teams if you know what the small wins are, the influenceable, uh, or as uh, 4DX would call it, lead measures, the things that you can that you can create that you can control. Try to find some small wins per team member and create a, a private scoreboard just for them. Something that they can see that, you know, like, so if it's like sales, our goal every day is to make maybe the thing that drives sales for you is more phone calls. Right. So our goal is to make 30 phone calls, arbitrary number, 30 phone calls a day per person. And you know, and then you mark down those 30 phone calls and that's on the public scoreboard. Everyone can see you've done it. So our goal as a collective is to make 1,000 phone calls a week. And now we're seeing it tick up. And then maybe our goal within that 1,000 phone calls is to make 250 sales, or 200 sales. I don't know, something like that. Right. And to kind of see where that is. So everybody knows where we're at versus where we want to be. And it's, it's in the public. It keeps people accountable. So I can say, hey, Addison, Awesome. I see that you're ahead. How are you doing that? Right. So now right. it creates conversations because I see that you are, that you're being in your success in the organization. You're doing something that I'm not doing. It creates a sense of shared purpose and that we're all moving together. So now we can talk about, Hey, what are you doing that I can learn from? It creates a, a sense of unity and, and a sense of meshes people together. It's a way to force people to have conversations to talk as long as it's not used as a, as a sense of, and I would, this is really important in an organizational sense for competition. Yeah, um, that was going to be my question was, yeah. how do you protect the scoreboard from competition and shame? Yeah. So that way I'm not, as a manager, leveraging this and being like, mm-hmm. well, Bill over here, he didn't do it. And yeah. Sally over there, she did it. So we're going to celebrate Sally and we're going to shame Bill yep. instead of, Right. Helping them. So one way you could do that, and it depends on the culture of your team, what how much trust is already in the team. Mm-hmm. If there's not a lot of trust in the team, then you may need to change the way that you structure the scoreboard. So you can hide individual statistics from the team, but allow the, 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 the group statistics to be seen, right? But you don't know who's done what amount. Right. So showcasing the collective efforts of everyone. Yeah, that's one way to do it, especially and, if there's low trust in your team. Right. If there's high trust in your team, you can show it because they're they're wanting to work with each other. So it kind of depends. It's very contextual. However, if so, say you you have 
maybe a little bit lower trust. You want to prevent the competition thing. Well, then show the collective effort. But you as the manager, as a leader, you know mm -hmm. where, and that's part of management is to know where people are versus where you need them to be. Right. And so I could say, you know, Sally, she's crushing it. Tommy, he's not. So that means I have to have a crucial conversation with Tommy to say, hey, uh, this is where we are. This is where, this is where we want to be. This is what you've contributed towards that number. How can I, keyword, help you get Boom. there? It's not, I'm not admonished. I'm not, I'm not uh, shaming you. I'm not beating you down for it. I want to help you achieve what you got to do. And so, and this is part of what being a healthy team member looks like is to be able to receive feedback and grow in humility and have that open conversation with Tommy. And hopefully they're like that. And if they're not, if their shame wall is high and they can't hear it, well, then that's another kind of management situation you have to deal with. Sure. Go to go to our other podcasts on giving feedback and receiving feedback. Um, but in some situations, you could say, hey, I want you to meet with Sally and I, I want you to ask her some things and go to her humbly about that. I'm not going to punish you for this, but we got to do this together. And I need you to come up a bit. And if it's if it's a if it's a resource you're lacking, let me help you. If it's a if it's a knowledge gap you're lacking, mm -hmm. let me help you. What can I do to help you get to where you need to be? And I think if we as managers approach people like that by using some of these things, we can create confidence in our team. That's like a whole separate. Oh, yeah. That's a whole separate ball of wax that we just got into there. But that's a great question that kind of refines how do you make a scoreboard that works for your context? And it may be different for every context. But altogether, having something that is visible and that measures where we are versus where we want to be is really important to keep the vision sticky and in front of people's minds at all times. What I love about these principles is that they're not just applicable to business. They're really applicable to any person, any mm -hmm. business, any place, and what I think is most important at any time. So as we end our time together today, Jordan, what are the three things that we're going to do and what are we asking people to do? Yeah, these three elements. So just remember, the three things are this. When it comes to sticky vision, repeat, repeat, repeat. Say it, say it, say it, say it. Make it easy. Make it rememberable. Make it a statement that people can uh, internalize and remember and orient themselves towards. Create small, influenceable wins that go towards that big goal, right. that, that create motivation to get there. Number three, create a public scoreboard, a place where people can see the, the progress of the collective or for yourself personally to see where you're at versus where you want to be. And so here's how you could do this in your team. Have a huddle, talk about where you want to go and create a statement, create a vision statement for that year. And, and the cool thing about vision is it doesn't have to be like the organizational value that we're totally. going to keep forever. It's yeah. not, it's not like that. We're talking about, it can be thematic. Yes. It doesn't have to be so practical. It can yep. really actually, this is a, is a great space for it to, I'd actually encourage you to make it emotional mm. because if it's emotional, it's something that everybody can identify with. Sometimes people can really have a hard time with an organization's values because sometimes it may not be rooted in reality and what have you. But if you make the vision an emotional statement, something that I can not only personalize, but I can also feel 
then I think that it also, it Mm -hmm. helps. It's a springboard to help it make it more uh, internal. Yeah. And the vision that we're talking about is vision that has an, you know, an end date. It has a finish line. It's not this vision that like, that's not a lot high and lofty thing that we're going to be about. That's a value. It's that's not a different. horizon line. That, that's a that's a core value. That's just who we are. A vision is we see this is where we want to be, and this is where we want to get to, and this is what we're going to accomplish. So it can change from year to year. It can change from quarter to quarter. However you want to do this, these three principles will still apply. So find find a repeatable phrase. Give it to your team. Find time to celebrate small wins with your team. Uh, you do that by tracking the small wins by you keeping them it. on a scoreboard. So that's kind of one of the ways you can track that. Celebrate the small wins in yourself. Hey, if you went to the gym three times this week and your goal is to lose 100 pounds, that's awesome. Keep it in one way to celebrate it is by putting it somewhere public where, where you can see it, mm-hmm. where your spouse can see it, and where your kids can see it. Because now your kids are going to learn. That's a whole other topic. But your kids are going to see you doing something and self-actuating the vision of your life, which is a powerful thing. And of course, you know, display it out there. It's helpful. It keeps you in track. It keeps you accountable. So do this with your teams. Do this with yourself. And I bet you your vision for whatever you want to accomplish in your life will become much, much more sticky, much more relevant. Mm Mm-hmm. And it will stay at the forefront of your mind, not at the back of your mind. And the other things in life that want to rob you of your motivation, of your focus, and of your attention towards that end will become less and less loud if you do some of the things that we just talked about. Phenomenal. I think that these three things can really help us all to achieve our dreams mm-hmm. and our visions at any time during any season of life. Start today. Start today. Whatever the, whatever today is for you, start today. Even if you failed yesterday, apply these three things to your life and make it sticky because I promise you it'll be worth it and you can achieve the visions that you have for yourself, the visions you, you have for your organization. It is possible. Thanks again for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone and leave us a review. You can get access to our show notes and learn more about how you can implement what we spoke about in today's episode at meshteams.com. And remember, we're all in this together and no step towards growth is ever too small. We'll see you next time.